back to Friends with Cinefits. I am your host, Alex McAllister, and I'm riding solo again today, doing another quick podcast. And yeah, I guess I'm just going to get into it, because I can do whatever I want. Hell yeah. Um, I'm going to be talking about 1917 from 2019. Uh, that's a little confusing, but oh well. This is I'm sure everyone, not everyone, but most people have heard of it, because it made a ton of money and um, was nominated for a bunch of um, awards. I almost said rewards, but it's awards. Um, but me and the girlfriend watched it last night, and I kept noticing something sticking with me, and I thought like it'd be cool to share that. And I think for um, a lot of more uh, experienced like film fans, it you know, it won't be much of a surprise. Um, but I know I've talked to some of my friends about this and they like weren't fans of it. So I'm kind of excited to like dive into like what stuck with me, um, and why I like it so much. Um, this is probably one of my favorite war movies, I guess, current war movies. Um, like this and Dunkirk are, pretty awesome Uh, I could just throw them on like any day and have it on in the background um but yeah I I guess I'll I'll read the description again um so April 6th 1917 as an infantry battalion assembles to wage war deep in enemy territory two soldiers are assigned to race against time and deliver a message that will stop 1600 men from walking straight into a deadly trap um, so, yeah, just, uh, these two little boys, not little boys, I don't know why I said that, two guys, um, just trying to save 1,600 men, and it was directed by Sam Mendez, who I think also directed, um, American Beauty, um, I'm not sure what else exactly, let's take a look, that's what's pretty cool about this, I can just look. Um, ooh, Skyfall, James Bond, and Spectre. So those are pretty good. Road to Perdition, Jarhead, and Revolutionary Road. I think I've seen Jarhead, but I don't remember the others. Um, but the one thing I wanted to talk about with this film that I think like kind of takes it up a notch, I, d- I do think it has flaws. Like Both of the characters, I think sometimes they don't make the like most rational decisions. But I kind of just write that off as like, you know, they, they're in the middle of war. They've probably seen some shit and, you know, um, aren't all there mentally, like, at, at all times, especially when something traumatic happens. So, you know, they might not always make the right decisions, might not always turn out um, the way they wanted to, and like... Like I said in the previous episode, there's going to be spoilers and all these. Um, the one guy, I don't remember his name. Um, Lance Corporal Blake, who's played by Dean Charles Chapman. Um, I think he's in The King. But anyways, um, like he ends up saving a German's life when he's like burning in his um, plane that gets shot down. And I think that speaks more to like, that is what that character would do earlier in the film. He saves the life of his partner Sheffield. Um, 
or Schofield? I think it's Schofield. Okay. Um, but, like, he saves his life even though, like, it could easily have killed him. Um, it's like, you know, uh, like a tunnel's collapsing or whatever, and the guy gets trapped, he just goes and pulls him out. And so whenever he saves the life of the German soldier, like, I'm not surprised at all. Um, I know it's, you know, that's the enemy or whatever, but I think it, like, kind of extends beyond that. Um, He just wants to, like, he wants everyone to live. Like, I don't think he's the best soldier there is. Um, But, yeah, he that's how he ends up dying so i can see why people would take umbrage with that i think that's a word um but i guess i'll i'll kind of move ahead to the thing that i think so interesting about this movie and it shouldn't be a surprise because it won um best cinematography um but yeah the cinematography in this is incredible and like i guess i don't really always like focus on cinematography i don't focus on acting i think this is kind of an interesting subject and i'd love to do like a q a Q&A with someone um to like get their opinions but like that stuff doesn't matter to me it's more like you know how does this movie make me feel um like does it make me feel how they want to like how's the pace stuff like that um but the cinematography in this like stood out and it was by the cinematography was done by legendary Roger Deakins who has his own podcast. So like, check that out if you're into like want to learn more about cinematography. Um, but he's done other than 1917 Blade Runner 2049, which is a fucking incredible movie and it's beautiful. Um, Sicario prisoners, no country for old men, Fargo, Skyfall, The Big Lebowski, Shawshank Redemption. Um, I think he did Rango, too, which is cool, I guess. Um, I've been wanting to watch Rango, so I might need to. Um, but I guess by what I mean with like how the cinematography stood out to me is that like you would notice when Schofield is... like He gets in a shootout with someone that's like, perched up um, in this building and so they're shooting at each other and he thinks he may have hit him and so he's like going up the stairs slowly to like try to you know make sure hey I'm gonna blast this door open and then like I'll be ready to shoot him and the cool thing about the camera is like it trails behind and below him and it's like following along that's another cool thing about this movie is like it's not a one shot, but it's supposed to like look like that. Like you feel like you're on the journey with these characters because the camera's just like trailing them or circling around them all the time. There's no quick cuts or any of that stuff. Um, but like he's going up the stairs and the camera is below him and behind him, and like that's not something that you know you notice when you're watching a movie, but I feel like your brain does, and so like. The anticipation's killing you. That's when you, like, feel yourself sit up a little bit and be, like, trying to look over the stairs um, because you're just like, oh, man, is that guy dead? Like, I don't want to pop up over these stairs and then, you know, get shot at, which is what happens. Um, But there's so... Like, there's a lot of 
stuff like that where um like that's how i notice cinematography is just like how a camera's movement or positioning like affects my mood or feelings whenever i'm watching a film um and so that one example just really stood out to me and i think that's something that you know just someone who doesn't really care about cinematography might not notice um they might you know not like other parts of the movie like maybe the plot or i don't know performances or something um but that like whenever i see i notice something like that i guess that just like elevates my like experience of the film because i'm like okay they are manipulating me right now it's so obvious because like they determine what i see and what i don't um another cool shot in it was like you're tracking two of the planes like i said the a German plane got shot down, and that's um, how the other character ended up dying. But you see these two American planes flying, and then it just, like, it tracks them, but then, like, there's a barn in the way, but the camera doesn't cut. It just keeps moving, even though you're just looking at the wall of a barn, until it gets to a doorway, and it stops, and then the planes come into sight, and then you find out, oh, there's another plane. This one's a German plane. And they're going to, you know, pound that ass. Like, not not pound that ass. Shoot it down, I guess. Um, it's just little stuff like that that I think makes me love movies. And, like, how I said earlier, I feel manipulated, but in a good way. Um, so, yeah, I just kind of wanted to point that out and talk about why I liked it. Um... If anyone hasn't seen 1917, I recommend it. I don't really, like, like war movies, I guess. Um, like, more than any other type of genre. But, like, this one's freaking awesome. I showed it to my girlfriend because she'd never seen it. And, like, I think she wanted to see it but was kind of hesitant because it was a war movie. But... Like, she had so much fun watching it, and, like, we watched half of it one day, and then it was too late, so then we watched the rest the next day, and, like, that day she was just, I can't wait to watch 1917 tonight, so, yeah, check it out if you haven't, um, if you noticed, if you have seen it and, like, noticed anything like that, or, like, if you have ever noticed that in another movie, then let me know, like, um, I don't know, shoot me a message, or... I think I'm on Instagram, Twitter, stuff like that. Um, should be linked in the show notes. But, yeah, that's it. Check out 1917. It's awesome. Hopefully I'll be back soon. I got some ideas rolling around in my head since I released the first episode. Like, I mentioned doing a Q&A. I think that'd be so much fun to see, like, what people's influences are. I think, like, the cinephile like mindset is very interesting i want to like to talk to people about their collections like why they collect physical media um what got them into movies and stuff like that so um hopefully i'll have something like that coming down the pipe who knows um but yeah thanks for listening this is friends with cinefits and uh, i'll catch you on the next one bye